Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Rangers Rabble Match Reaction Podcast. Um, joined this afternoon by Care, Brian and John Gents. How are you? I'm good, Alan. Very good, thanks. Well, happy better with now. that. Better now, yeah. Better <laughs> now, yeah, yeah. Better. yeah. So, we're obviously here to discuss the the, uh, the match reaction for Rangers-Ross County. 4-2 victory. Has <sighs> that put some of your fears to rest, Care? Can we settle this bit after the panic yesterday on social media? I wasn't really on social media yesterday, panicking to be fair. Yeah, hey, what will what will be uh, I don't really like concentrating on what the else Alan. I know other people do, but that's that's not me, I just focus on ourselves. Yeah, I just like to say I thought the day we played I thought we were comfortable in a lot of a lot of the game and we looked quite good in spells and some of the stuff was back to what we were seeing before, but we had the occasional laps in defence, especially like a long ball, the through ball, we only fall on runners and I don't know, but Balligan, uh, Golson doesn't don't seem as confident to me as Helen and Golson, but that's just my opinion. But I thought overall we deserved to win. Ross County won the money much I threat, but it did cause a few problems at times. But I think that was more down to ourselves and Ross County. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting comment. It was something I wrote down before the game about the, the ever-changing centre-backs, Brian. Um, do we need to find a, a settled pairing or can we rotate the way we, we did last season at times? I mean, I, I, I do realise that obviously fitness and the game's coming up, you you, you might have to do a bit of tinkering, but I, I always think your centre-halves, I mean, the amount of pressure that we're under in most games, they're not really getting threatened an awful lot. So I always, personally, I always like to just keep the same centre-halves and go with that. At least they get the, they get the relationship and they get the you know the match fitness and you know I just don't like the change to be with this. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think growing up in the sort of the era that, that most of us would have grown up in, John, you look a bit older with that beard, but um, growing up in the era that some of us did, um, we always had centre, settled centre backs, and you know this is the modern game, I suppose, but. Yeah, I, I'm the same as you, Brian. I, I prefer the uh, I prefer a settled approach, especially when it comes to your back four. Yeah. Curry Munchers asking there, John, how can a four-two-one look so laboured? Before you answer, can I just say a big welcome to everybody in the comments, everybody that's watching live. Thanks for joining us. Um, I'll get to the social media stuff later. Let's start chatting about the game, John. Did it look that laboured, or were we unlucky with the goals? Um, I think it was lapses in concentration. Um, I don't. There are two lapses in concentration from the first goal. Um, I don't know why Tavernier is so narrow without realizing what's going on behind him when the ball goes over the top. 
and it feels like Balogun's a bit slow to get out to block the, the second cr- the shot from the second cross, and then you're in trouble if you're letting people get shots off inside the box. The penalty, penalty's a penalty. Um, he gets his hand at the way McGregor covers it. It's just one of those things with the handball law. To be fair, I think that's probably a handball before laws were changed umpteen times. I think that's always been one that I would want to be given, but I also think if we'd went up, we could have went up gears, but we're still, we're still sitting and I'm no digging him out. Um, I'm still waiting for Ryan Kent to arrive this season. I think Aribo in the last couple of games has really pushed on. Um, Morelos has came back. Morelos looks like he's not been away. Like All these fears about him needing a pre-season are completely gone. He's absolutely fine. I think it's just Ryan Kent. Ryan Kent and get Ruth and Kamara back in the settled side after their European suspensions and then you'll probably see it knit together. But I, I hate you can change the goalie, just don't change the back four. Have a settled back four the whole time. You can get away with McGregor and McLaughlin in certain games, but do not change the back four because I don't think it's helping Balogun. I don't think it's helping Hollander when he comes back in. And it's not going to help Goldson over time because he's trying to play with two different people and week in, week out. I would just get that, get that settled as quick as possible. Yeah, care on oh, just on the Kent thing, um, I, I wasn't going to come to this quite early, but since Sean brought it up, I will. The T grow into the game. Um, I know for me, I thought he started and he was like he played like he had in the previous games this season. But as the game went on, he wanted the ball more. Um, did he grow into the? I think he actually did, and I, I, I'm all, I'm one of these people. I always play Ryan Kent before I would drop him. He's all played well this season, and you can see it in his face. He's lacking a bit of confidence, lacking a bit of self belief, but he still puts it on a shift. He was chasing things. He was trying things. And it wasn't working for him at times, but he's still trying it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I, thought, I wouldn't drop him. I thought he grinted the game. I thought he was wanting the ball more. I thought he was trying things more. I thought he was covering back well. I just thought he played quite well today. I, I, I didn't think he was like brilliant, but I thought he played quite well. And I thought the more you play him, we'll play back in his form. He'll play back in his form. You just kind of drop him. Because like I said, he's a confidence player. And you drop somebody who's lacking confidence. It could go the other way against them, so it can make them worse. So I just keep on them. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. You know, the commentators obviously mentioned Gerard say that during the week as well. Players dipping and out of form. Um, you've got to play them for them to get through that. It's hard sometimes at a club like Rangers. Um, we expect everybody to be one hundred percent every game, and if somebody's not hit one hundred percent, they're out the team. But um, as I see, yeah, I think he needs that bit of confidence. Brian, how much confidence did? Did um, Kent take from the way Rangers started the game? Because in my eyes, we can we can make the traps flying um, at the start of the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's one of those guys that if it doesn't work the first time, he's he's going to go back in again. He doesn't sort of have a couple of goes and then go. Oh, I'm not getting much joy. I'm not, oh, the head goes down. He just keeps trying and trying. He he just got that sheer belief that whatever he's going to try is going to come off. But I mean, we start the games. Just brilliantly. I mean, it was like old range, the old Rangers from last season. You know, it was a sharp, quick passing. It was just crisp. It was, it was really good to see. Yeah, again, it was, it was something I noted down. It, it, the the cold game, well, certainly how we started the game. Um, it was like watching Rangers last season. We were confident. We were composed. There was fight. There was Dick Kamara in particular. There was one. Well, I think there was one point in the first half. He was he was on his knees and still managed to come away with the ball. Um, John, just like Rangers last season, and something we haven't done, to my memory, we haven't done this in any game so far this season. We started to win the ball for set-pieces, corner kicks. We were getting there first. 
how important is that to us going forward? Yeah, I, th- I think we'll still be doing that, but I think it's just uh, Connor Goldson's got the, the 50 pence head, man. Some weeks it'll go far in the top corner, some weeks you can't believe he's missed hit the header. Um, James Tavernier, uh, people know my opinion on this. You guys have probably fed up with me in the, the group <laughs> chagrin on this. This James Tavernier miss with, cross- uh, myth with crosses, man. James Tavernier delivery creates three or four chances every single game. It's a gar- it's like David Beckham at Man United. It's a guaranteed chance creator that we just need. Goldson, Holanda, Balogun, Morelos, everyone in there attacking the ball, and we will, in- we will invariably get goals. Um, and it's still the weakness, I think, that I've seen in Celtic from watching um, even with a new manager there's still been giving away chances at set plays so I'm I'm fully banking on Goldson and bringing the right side of his head um, next Sunday and James Tavernier to keep doing what he's doing um, yeah the set pieces are going to be pivotal for us because it was what got us the old firm wins it really did um, it got us got us off the flyer in the first old firm it got us the winning new year uh, set pieces are going to be so important for us it's what we are drilled and good at and when even if Barisic comes back in You've got two perfect deliveries. You've got Hadji sitting there as well. We either foot just now, just waiting to take set plays off one of them. So, yeah, I'm I'm very. It's kind of the same confidence I had when we had like Alberts and Van Bronckhurst fighting over who was yeah. taking a corner. That's the kind of confidence I think we've got now. We set plays and um, with people at Amoruso and flying at corners and getting loads of goals. So, aye, I'm very caught. Set plays are the way for us um, to break, to especially break teams down that are stubborn. Um, that that'll really help us out. But yeah, James Tavernier. I don't know what we do with him, honestly. I agree, yeah, I agree, I, with, you, I agree with you, John. I, I don't think many people would disagree about um, about the creativity of Tav. Um, he should still have scored his chance, by the way. He does. He offers yeah. us so much going forward, and that's what we need for wing backs. We'll come on to the other side in a couple of minutes at the left hand side, Bassey. But uh, some of the guys in the comments must be reading my notes um, and the questions I've got for you guys. <laughs> I was going to leave these, these bits for John, but since people have asked, we'll bring them up. Adam, are you worried about next Sunday based on the way we've started the season? What do you think, Brian? No. I've never been worried. We've, we've had a shaky start, but there was a lot of injuries. There was suspensions. Guys back from late from pre-season. I mean, it's just part of it's part of having you know a big squad and European football. But no, I'm not worried at all. I, I still think if we fire in all cylinders against them, I, don't, I really don't see another, another result in this winning. I really don't. I just think if we get the the Morelis's, the Roos, the if Kent, you know, hopefully Kent will start to get a bit of luck and get a bit of joy down down the wings and assists and maybe a chip in with the old goal. But no, I've never I've never been worried about next week to be quite honest. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I've not watched them so far this season, but for what I've heard, they're quick going forward and they're, and they're looking decent against average opposition. That's fine, you know, they can be quick going forward against us, all the likes, you know, we'll, we'll catch them and, and we'll beat them. Another question coming in there, um, or a point coming in there from Alan RFC, who's heard Everton are wanting Patterson. Um, yeah, that news kind of broke before uh, the game this afternoon, that Everton had came in with a bid of £5 million, allegedly, for Nathan Patterson. Um, we've been hearing just before the game and throughout the game that that bid has been knocked out of the ballpark. Um, so... Whether Everton come back is up to them, but so far what we're hearing is yes, they've came in, and Rangers have have, have not even discussed it by the sounds of it. They've just out and out uh, turned it down. Um, and one more question that's came in, it's from CGM. If I can find it and put this to you, John, our tactics ex- expert, where does Bakuna fit in? Um, I don't know. So I, I went digging through his Y Scout 
um, watching as many kind of game clips as I could um, to see what I'd seen. I'd seen a couple of people put some stuff up on Twitter, a wee two-minute video that was really, really informative, but it, what, it kind of highlighted what Wisecout was showing um, and the way he's driving with the ball. He's, he's a nice mix of what Aribo gives us and what Kamara gives us. Um, very fast in the ball, very technically gifted, um, will move the ball when he has to, but he's similar to Aribo and I would very much like him to be playing higher up the park because um, I think he will cause a lot of trouble uh, driving at defenders. Um, I wouldn't want him collecting the ball too close to my goal because I do think he's a risk taker and I wouldn't want that too deep in one of the outside midfield positions. So I, I think it's maybe with a view to this 10 position that we seem to try to be working in with the 4-3-1-2 the that he is trying to kind of, he's been putting Kent in there to try and get Morelos and Roof closer together. I think it's with a view to have another body that can play that position um, going forward. It does look it does look good from what I've seen, but it would always alarm me. I don't watch a lot of championship down in England, so I couldn't say that I've watched a full 90 of the guy to know what he's really like. We're going to find out. But I hadn't watched Aribo. I hadn't seen much of Kamara at Dundee. And again, I'm going to keep saying that. I've got to just trust the recruitment is, is solid. I think it's pretty much 90% solid of the signings in the last two seasons. So, We'll see, we'll see. But I think it's just that it's another body that helps that midfield area. But I think it's more for the, the midfield going forward rather than a Lundstrom type area or taking up Kelly's position, getting game time. I think it's very much with a view to go forward. Yeah, there's um, a comment coming in from our own Wolf. Uh, not great defensively, but much better going forward. Well, thanks for joining us in the comments and you're welcome for the game and you've gave me the perfect opportunity to tell everybody that's watching um, either live or on YouTube later on. Um, <laughs> sorry, I've just spotted the other one. Wolf is running um, the London Marathon on October the third for um, Rangers Charity Foundation. Uh, has he was supposed to do this last year? It was cancelled because of COVID. Um, if anybody can support Wolf in any way, go on to his social media page, go on to the Rangers Rabble social media page, or any of our social media page because we're all sharing it as well. Get on, give what you can to support Wolf in the in the. Uh, on the marathon for the Rangers Charity Foundation. And I just want to say a big thank you to Will for everything he does for the club, um, everything he does for the podcast, and I wish him all the very best from everybody at the Rangers Rabble um, for the 3rd of October. So good luck, Will. Um, so going into the game, we've mentioned them a couple of times. Alfredo Morelos, um, Alfie, as John said, John, Alfie's not went away, care. He's 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 always been there, but today he really liked full team. He looked like the Alpha for last season. How good is it seeing him back to his very very best? Because these are it's, all right, it's only Ross County, but these are the games he thrives in for us. How satisfying was that? He played really well today, but I thought every game he played this season, he's played quite well considering he's not much a pre-season with the first team. So. He sets his stall. He's hard to defend against. He's strong. He holds the ball up. He gets into positions. Yeah, he misses chances. All strikers do. But he's always able to get on the end of one of them. And that's good for us. Do you know what I mean? He does it in Europe. He does it in the league. And that's why we need him up front. He's our best striker by a distance. I know Roof's here. You've got Attenay. You've got other maybe players you can put through there. But Marellis is the one that leads the line really well. Because he does all different things. And he's a team player. He takes punishment for the defenders. He does a lot of things that other guys probably wouldn't do so. We need him up front because he's a talisman basically last season. You've seen it when he wasn't there. This season, I think he's going to get better. The only thing with Alfie is it's his 
his head might be turned by clubs going in for him and stuff. He's not the only one right enough, so the bonus for you, I can't, be, I can't wait until the transfer window's over in uh, September because I think he's, with him and Goldson and maybe Kamara, need this shot, window shot because it's hard for a professional football player at any club because if you're getting, if your agent's talking to other teams and you're getting offered maybe in the back of your ear and get you three, four times your wages at somewhere else, it's hard not to think about it. We're all Rangers fans, but these guys, it's a job for them. So, like anybody, I hope they all stay, but especially Morelos, because I think he's a guy we need up front, fit and healthy. If he's there for us all season, then we'll, we'll be there at the end of the season, winning the league. Yeah, absolutely. And Curry Munchie, you're spot on. He does. Morelos drags players all over the park. He, you know, he makes space for his teammates. He goes deep to win the ball when he needs to. He's just... He is one of the best players I've seen in a Rangers jersey for a long, long time. And like here, I can't wait till the Swift transfer window shut because if we've still got Morelos at the end of it, then it's just, it's, it can only benefit us. Um, I'm going to come on to talk about the goals, but before we do that, I want to talk about... Um, a potential uh, injury problem uh, with Glenn Kamara seemed to take a knock, came back on to run it off and then was replaced by uh, who replaced him? John Lundstrom replaced him uh, Brian, or should we, is it something to be worried about or was it purely a precaution ahead of a massive week for us? I'm kind of going with the, the latter, what you just said I'm kind of hoping it's precautionary um, I think today you've seen when Kamara and Aribo in the middle, it just gives Aribo so much confidence. He just gives Aribo that license to go forward, not have to worry to track back as much. And Kamara just makes such such a difference to this team. It's it's unreal. It's just unreal. Yeah, yeah. I really do hope it's a precaution. We've got a massive week. Mm. Week. Um, I can't find it. But somebody just mentioned in the comments. Are you surprised Roof never started today, John? Um. Mm, not really. He can't play midweek, so you've got to get a run of games. I guess he's just trying to keep some continuity going forward. So, and I think Hadji was the. I think for everyone, Hadji's performance on Thursday, not so much what he did with the ball, but everything aside, you couldn't leave him out, and he would have been the position you would have taken him out to put Roof in, and you're going to need to pay uh, play had you again so it's, I think it's just keeping that team running that team ticking over and getting minutes in people so I think that'll be the team that starts on Thursday and I think that's all the viewpoint's been Just following up for that would you expect this to be the team or as close to the team as possible that starts on Sunday with that in mind? I don't know I really don't I think Hollander is the, the one for me um, out of, that's missing in that team that I would have back in for the Celtic game, I think it's a really big game. Um, it's Balogun won't have played in that type of game with that type of scrutiny with that type of crowd. And I would, I'd be caught. I think Hollander is um, a proven international. I think he's the one that I would want in in that old firm. Uh, I just don't know. I see a mistake in, in Balogun. I, I really do. I think Hollander's much more assured, much better on the ball. I think he, that's the one position. I can't see him making too many changes in the next seven days, but I think Hollander might be one of them. Yeah, possibly. I think it's the most likely change. Folks, as I just mentioned before, there's the, the link in the comments to Will's GoFundMe uh, Go page, fundraiser page. So anything you can spare, please go on and, uh, and support Will um, on the 3rd of October. Right, let's come on to the goals. Something more serious that we're going to have to address. We debated this before we come on. We are going to address it. Um, but before we come to it, let's discuss the goals. Um, so first goal, Kerr, Joe Rebo. Um, 
How sweet was that strike? Well, he just turns on a sixpence, doesn't he? And just puts it and bends around the defender and the keeper into the corner. Superb. But that's what Joe can do. He's done it before. He'll do it again. That's the type of player he is. He can turn in a circle. If you're on a sixpence, very easily. And he can put the ball in the net. I just wish he was more consistent at doing it. I do prefer him playing on further forward right enough. I prefer him on the front mm-hmm. three, not the middle three. But I'm more the manager. You think somebody like Bakuna coming in here can, can maybe might leave Aribo any further back? I don't know. It depends who's going to play the boy, Makuna, because all I've heard about him is very inconsistent, but he gets players off, he gets fans off for seats with his ability, but defensively he lacks it, and that was the reason he was left out of Huddersfield's team a few times, because it was defensive side of the game, so... I don't know. If he's going to come up to Scotland, that will have to improve because Scottish football and English football is totally different. It's a wee bit faster up here, a bit more physical, so he'll have to come in and play in a pool of socks up and get stuck in. And it's quite hard for players. I see com- some comments in the past on here. You're hearing people speaking. They expect some players when we sign up to come in and go flying into a team and play straight away. But sometimes it's very difficult. I mean, I remember back when McCoy's first came, Hately first came. They struggled for a season or two before they hit the... F- before they had the date running, do you know what I mean? It's, everybody's different, it depends where you come from, your culture, your family's here. There's all other things you can think of. So I hope he does come and play well, but I think Gerard just put him into the team very slowly in and out of games. I don't think he'll put him in straight away. Yeah, Brian, second goal, it was one of the set pieces I mentioned earlier that we're making better you say Tav Goldson. Yeah. Um, is, is, that as, is that as back to where we were last season? We, we a threat for the set pieces. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, as John was saying earlier when he's commenting about about Tavernier's uh, delivery, I mean, he just needs to put four, four or five really good balls in, and you're expecting at least one to come off, and that was that was what happened with the goal today. I mean, Goldson's movement for it before it, he, he went in, then he came back, and then he went in again and just polluted that header, and it, you know, the goalie had well. They had no chance because it was on the ground and you know up. So I mean, the delivery again from Tav was just brilliant, really, really good. Yeah. And John, I'll club the last two goals together because, in my opinion, I thought they were both excellent team goals. Um, Bassey, uh, sorry, Morelos got the third goal with assist with Kamara, who was totally, un- totally unselfish. Could have probably quite not, not uh, quite easily knocked any self. He saw Morelos in a better position. And the, the, the run for Bassey um, to, to help create that chance off the ball. How Just how good a goal was the third one to start with? It was brilliant. Bassey is something that we've talked about a lot in the, in the group chat on the podcast and um, the ones that I've been listening to as he has improved so much. You don't much listen to them all. Top. What? You don't <laughs> listen to them all. Match reactions, match reactions. Um, Bassey, I, I remember being at the Livingston game and Bassey's delivery the whole game was shocking. It was so, so poor. And I was going, how, how can you train with Tavernier, Barisic, Patterson, and your delivery consistently be so bad? But it just seems like it was a total off day for him because since then, his delivery's been absolutely spot on. And um, the Hadji header against the Fairman, a couple of his assists against the Fairman were absolutely perfect. Getting down that line, he looks so confident. It looks like he knows how to pick out a player now. He's not just lumping it into the box. And the third goal proved that. The only thing that would worry me is the reversal side, as I think he still has a lot to learn about defending. Um, at this level but yeah the third goal I mean it did seem like from Morelos hitting the shot it seemed to take an age to cross that line though um, I don't know if the goalie was stuck in, in the mud or something <laughs> somewhere but um, yeah it was a really really good goal and the fourth goal Lundstrom does well to get the ball back 
But yeah, from there, it's really, really impressive. Arfield is so calm in front of goal. Arfield's a class finisher inside the box. I was like super composure waiting for two defenders just to chuck themselves on the line and put it in the corner. And Morelos was unlucky, to be fair, because the effort looked like it was actually going in the far post. But yeah, we needed those goals. It's good to get different goal scorers as well. Arfield needed that goal because it's been a while um, for him. I'm, I'm hoping this just sees people... Uh, kick on. We, we need to maybe just ignore the the two goals we conceded and just just focus on the four four goal scorers and the win first away win of the season. And you know the, the fourth goal as well. It was I was impressed with the work rate of the team. Lundstrom winning the ball in midfield. Arfield get taking the ball out, giving it to Morelos. And you know I, I'll admit this right. Um, I had just said as Mire- as Arfield gave Morelos the ball, I had just said. I think Arfield's lost a, a yard this season and he burst and got to get into the box <laughs> and get the rebound and instantly made me feel like a fucking idiot. But do you know what? As long as Rangers are scoring goals, I can live with that. <laughs> I can live with it every second. Um, so there's the goals. Um, satisfying for me, I think, yeah, I think we were unlucky with the goals. Um, but it's a fairly satisfying performance. You mentioned there about Bassey improving. I just want to touch on this quickly before we go into the, the serious thing that we need to talk about. I found it interesting that every single player that started the game um, was there last season, and with the exception of Balligan, every single player was there the season before. Care how how much an indication of that of the Steven Gerrard model? We bring players in to improve them, so Amy. we need to give we need to give Sakala, Lundstrom, Bukana, if, you know, when he when he starts playing we need to give these guys time to settle into the team because that's for me, that's an indication. We don't sign players to change our team right away. We bring players in for them to improve over a period. That's right, Alan. You have to give players time, but sometimes when you're playing with the likes of Rangers, you don't get the time. It doesn't matter who you are because either the pressure's too much for you, the jersey's too heavy for you, or the fans just don't take to you. And if that's the case, you struggle. Do you know what I mean? There's been players at Ibrox, like, there's always players at Rangers that will... No matter how well or how bad they play, they seem to be the ones that are the scapegoats. Uh, Tav's had it for a couple of seasons and he still gets it now and again. Uh, but there's other players that's had it in the past and I feel sorry for some of them players. Uh, but we the likes of having, having the, you say, the team have been there for a couple of seasons. So he's bringing these guys in, he's getting into the Rangers way of doing things, his way of doing things. And it doesn't, nothing works overnight. So you can see that yourself, how well we've improved over the last couple of seasons under Gerard. We're just wanting to keep improving. I know people panic at times with results and may performances, but it's hard to we we wanna wanna like when you've won it again, and that is to chase it because we won that league for uh, ten years. It took us well nearly ten years to, to win a league. We won it, and everybody thought because of the way Celtic were playing last season, it was going to be a canter again. They've started quite well, but it's still early doors, and we've not started that great, but. We're still going to be there right at the end of the season. I think if we can perform like we can do, and with the players we've got in the squad, I think we will win the league again. And I'm not just saying that because I'm in a Rangers shot at the moment. I just think we have got a better squad overall. But it does always come down to who we let go and who we bring in. But I think Gerard knows what he's got, what he's not got. So it's good to see these guys come, especially players like Bassey, who I was criticising last season a few times, especially at one game. But he's done really well. He's got his head down. He's stuck at it. Like John said, his delivery wasn't good at times, but he seems to have went away and worked on it. And he's done really well to come back in. And he's full of confidence, the boy. And he's putting me a lot of energy. And he's putting me a smile. And you like to see things like that because you can't always go out and buy pours for a couple of million quid. But the days are done. So bringing pours in for free and letting them work hard and learn 
that's good. I mean, hopefully Nathan Patterson's the next one that does it and comes through and gets on our games and produces what we know he can. Yeah. Okay, serious time. Um, as we see throughout football, throughout throughout the continent still, um, the players have collectively, uh, um, f- across all clubs, have taken the decision to continue to take the knee um, before a match. Um, the players have came out and they've, they've made it quite clear in their opinion it's not a political statement it's it's not an aggressive statement it is a statement they are making um, about a, a certain situation um, I know people have got all kinds of different opinions on this it's not as simple as people think they should be doing it people shouldn't think they should be doing it there are all kinds of opinions about it and I'm not going to get into that however when videos come out on social media before a Rangers match, a Rangers, a Rangers supporters making stupid gestures and it's been filmed and it's been put in social media. That, Brian, is that the reason? Is, is this the example of the reason why the players have taken the decision to continue to take the knee because our message isn't getting across? Yeah, yeah, I think you're spot on. I mean, you, you keep thinking... Right, we're making a bit of headway here. You know, folk are understanding, and then, but I suppose in every club you've got you've got some guys that just just don't get it, and just the penny just won't drop. Simple as that, you know. Um, what can they do? Right. For your for your pals to put that up about you, I mean, what does that tell them about their pals? You know, what sort of friends are they? You know, but it's just yeah. ridiculous. It really is. There's a couple of people. Ah, sorry. There's a couple of people asking the comment about what I'm talking about. I'm not going to go into the details. Um, I'm sure you'll see it on Twitter and Facebook in the near future. People talking about it at least, um, because I don't. I don't want to put the spotlight on um, what these people were doing. Um, John, we think about certain things that have happened towards Rangers players. I, I, I won't mention clubs or, or, or supporters, but every club has supporters that do stupid things. We saw. You know, Claudio Reina being mocked after 9-11. We slated people for throwing bananas at Mark Walters. We we stood up and we rallied behind Glenn Kamara as a club last season. Uh, so why why would anybody think it's acceptable to make these gestures about another player at another club? What's what's the what's the mind process? Is it just stupidity? I just don't think they know. Like, I mean, I've even just seen it on something I've commented on on Twitter. And um, so we won't get into too many details, but the, the problem we have is people have called one of my comments out for being the wrong thing to be offended about. And you're like, no, 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 no. Both the things that happen in that video, the song about the Celtic Japanese striker and the symbol and the, the gesture that you're doing on the bus are both racist. That is clear. Both both are racist, and if you can't understand that both things are actually racist, then we still have a problem. So there's even fans within this that are arguing over which part is the racist part, and that is where we're at with this. See, when you support a club the size of Rangers and you've got, you've got hundreds of thousands of fans, you're going to find these idiots. Um, there's so much wrong with that video that even gets to the... Before you get to point 10 of the argument and go, why is it on social media? What even worked back for there? Even worked back for there? You've been daft enough to do it on a bus, and there are people on that bus who who you can see, the older people, if you go see the video, who look fed up with it, who are obviously, because it is a supporters bus, leaving for a pub, you've got younger people on the bus, it, it, it happens, and you can see the fucking older people are fed up with it already, and they're obviously seeing people whip their phones out, and it just, it, it just worries me that people don't even know 
know that it makes it any better if you're doing it behind closed doors because you're still that person. But to not even care, it can it make it worries me. And it's the it's the what about the factor that I said yeah. to you before we started. We cannot. It cannot just be. I've seen it all before. It cannot just be about supporting racism when it's your own players. It can't be. It has to be absolutely everything because that's what the players are doing. That's what Celtic did in the old firm after this uh, after the Prague match. That is what happened. It has to be about everyone because it's still fucking. We've got enough um, in our rivalry to keep us going. We don't need to start adding um, Asian racism into the mix just now. Uh, I just because one reason I felt we had to bring it up was because a couple of my pals were 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 saying hopefully there'll be nothing because we remembered what it was like maybe 13, 14 years ago. And there was the same types of songs that were getting sung on buses then and it got called out then. And we were like, I just hope nothing's happening. I hope nothing happens. And the first opportunity of our fans being on an away trip, it's there. And it's disappointing. Um because the fans I, God this sounds like we're deflecting again, but the fans in the stadium were tremendous from start to finish. It, it was that was like a pro, felt like a proper game of football again. The away fans back in, and then twenty minutes into the game, I see this video appear all over Twitter, and you just you're just flattened a little bit by it because you're like, Ugh. we know these people exist, but now they're at the forefront of everything that's going to happen today, and that's all that's going to be talked about again. And we've went through a really positive performance, and we've had to talk about something that's nothing to do with officially with the club or to do with us, but it is unfortunately they are fans. They did. They did have tickets through the club, which meant they are season ticket holders with my jail subscriptions. It's it's a whole massive cock up, and I think people just need to learn. It just needs to be called out by everyone. It needs to just stop, and hopefully there'll be some old firm tickets available for people um, that want them, that are well behaved and want to enjoy the game and not um, abuse people. That would help. Chair, go, going to the games, you know, I've, I like a, a sing song as much as an expert from my pals will tell you that. Um, but I, 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 I filter, I, and the reason I filter is because, first of all, I'm sensible, or I like to think I'm sensible. The second reason is I care about the reputation of the club. Yeah, and and that might sound selfish because it's you know these people that exist and they exist in society, and it needs challenge. And this you know things aren't acceptable that might have been acceptable you know in years gone by and times gone by. That these people exist are doing things that are getting our club and bother, and that's what bothers me. I hate seeing the name of our club being dragged through the mud because it's stupidity, and that's what it is. That's what it boils down to for me. It is just idiots acting like idiots. Is it self? Is that selfish in me that I'm, I'm my number one priority when it comes to that as a as a reputation of Rangers Football Club? No, it isn't, Alan. And a lot of Rangers fans probably feel the same way. It's like you said, 20, 30, 40 years ago. I mean, I went I went over them games in the eighties, and some of the games were were brutal. Do you know what I mean? But the many things the things when they happen nowadays, it's just because things evolve, people move on. Some people don't. You can't stop people doing what they've done, no matter how hard the club try or how hard. You can't put a law out because it's very difficult. The only people that can do it is society itself, and it's. Even then, it's harder because people are always going to have an opinion and things. Well, I can say what I want. There's freedom of speech, blah blah blah, all different stuff. So it's always very hard. But when a fan at any club, you should always put the club at the forefront and say, "Listen, I represent the fan because I, I represent the club. I wear the shirt, so I represent you." And that's the way everybody should feel because at the end of the day, you put you put your time, your effort, your money to go and support your team. So don't be in a date and say stupid things. We Rangers have got fans from 
all over the world. We've got we've had players from all over the world. So he's saying about songs about anybody for anywhere is just to me just totally stupidity because some of the players we've had and some of the fans we've got fans everywhere. So you're singing about your own people as well then. You're putting your own people down. So it's just stupidity. It's very hard to stop, but it's stupidity. But the only way it's going to happen if the fans call their, their support their own supporters out because the club can't do it because it's very difficult for the club. But I know the club get the hit off media, hit off politicians, hit off everybody else. But the club are in a position where there's not a lot they can do apart from issue statements and say, oh, you know who it is and ban them for the ground. But you can't ban everybody for singing because unless you get proof of actually song it, you've you've got videos right enough. But unless you get proof, it's very hard to chuck some out as they demonstrate a season they got off them. So only people that can do it, the fans have to please themselves. But as you've seen with that in the past, that gets into a lot of fights as well. So it's very a difficult thing to do. It's just society, Alan. Society in general, we have to move forward. We have to evolve, but it takes it time. Sometimes it's two steps back and one step forward. Yeah, you know, in, in my opinion, and this, this is something I've always thought in, in every walk of life. I am, I am pro me. I'm pro what I believe in. So I'm pro Rangers. You know, I'm not anti anything else. Um, I am, I am pro Rangers, and I, I would encourage every Rangers fan to, to consider thinking along the same lines. Be pro Rangers. Uh, don't be anti anything else. We have our rivalries. We, let's be honest. So there's times we hate our rivals. They hate us. That's fine. Um, we can live with that. Be pro Rangers and your support for Rangers Football Club. Please be pro Rangers. I just wanted to touch on that very quickly because I didn't want people thinking we were shying away from it. I didn't want people thinking that we were, we were hiding from it. Um, we've came out, we've spoke about it, we've said our piece and, and we'll leave it at that. Um, I'm sure other other outlets will, will hammer it to death over the next few days anyway. So we'll leave it at that. So that is our match reaction, folks, for our victory up at Ross County. 4-2. Three points in the bag, a good performance, unlucky with a couple of conceding a couple of goals, but all in all, a good performance. If you've not already done so, please catch up with us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, as you know, because we're watching us, we're on YouTube, so hit the subscribe button. All that's free. And if you love the content, um, please nap over to Patreon. It's £2 a month. There's loads of members' content coming. Um, I especially recommend checking out the Soonest Serious um, if you're like me and like a wee bit of nostalgia. As I say, if you can spare it, there's, there's no pressure from anything. So, Brian, Kerr, John, thank you for joining me. Um, thank you. On yes. to, I know it's crazy saying this because it's just coming up to the end, end of August, but uh, on to the biggest week, week of the season, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so, onwards and upwards we here, lads. Thank you very much for joining me. And uh, before I go, Martin will kill me if I don't mention it. We have our, uh, we'll have a podcast tonight on Patreon, so please check that out as well. Um if I never mentioned that, I'd never be on a pod again. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks, folks, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.